I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 1.50 is the time. Creeping up on the final hour of the program today. Uh, we're, in just a moment, we're going to talk uh, with the Director of Demographic Research at the Kemsey Gardner Institute, Pam Perlick. Uh, uh, I'm always uh, I'm always pleased when she joins us, is able to explain things in a very clear and understandable uh, way. And before we get there, though, <laughs> I want to play for you uh, a song. We're, we're talking about population. We're talking about birth rates. We're talking about, uh, in a moment, we'll be looking at the falling birth rate, in fact, a pretty dramatic drop since the uh, dawn of this coronavirus era. We'll get to that in just a moment. But as as I was uh, back in the newsroom earlier today getting ready to have this conversation, there was a song that popped into my head. And I'll tell you right now, it is very obscure. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play it for you. I'll play, I'll play it for you here at the beginning. And then I'm not going to say anything about it. Uh, no commentary. A- after I play the song, we're going to go into our conversation with uh, with Pam Perlick. And then uh, towards the end, I'll, I'll tell you where the song came from. But in the meantime, here's what I want from you. After I play the song, if you recognize it, if you can tell me where it comes from, okay? If you know it, you'll know it. I, I don't need to say anything more. If you can tell me where it comes from, uh, send a text to 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. So here, here's a little bit of music to tickle your ears. Uh, if you can identify it, send it over to 57500. All right, you recognize that? If so, uh, send me uh, send me either the name of the song or where it comes from to five seven five zero zero. About seven minutes from now, I'll share with you the the answer. <laughs> Let's now go to the phone and uh, welcome to the program, Pam Perlick, director of demographic research at the Kempsey Gardner Institute. Pam, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing great, Lee. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, thank you. Let me ask you this: before before the texters go nuts, can you do you know where that song came from? I do not. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, you'll you'll be surprised. Oh, the answers are coming in, and uh, there are some folks getting it right. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, right now, though, uh, Pam, I'm reading about uh, uh, CBS News is reporting a 7% drop in births uh, this past December. That's nine months after the first lockdowns began. I remember when, when these, you know, quote-unquote lockdowns commenced, or at least when, 
the advice was to stay home and stay safe, that, uh, you know, there were some that were, you know, almost tongue in cheek joking about this baby boom that is absolutely going to result uh, from, you know, being uh, holed up at home uh, all day long. Well, it turns out exactly the opposite is the the case. Should we be concerned about a 7% drop like this? Well, there's a longer-term issue, and then there's a shorter-term issue. So first, uh, you know, you would imagine that when the news first broke, and you can roll back in time and remember how it was not just, you know, that people were locked up. It's like we didn't know what this thing was. Uh, We didn't know how long it would last. So there's a lot of angst, a lot of anxiety. We saw, you know, all the deaths that were occurring in Italy and then in New York. Um, So it's not like a snow day or a snow week or a power outage where it's like, okay, I know that's going to go away and I don't have any angst. This is one that really put a lot of anxiety into people and really made people question about, you know, the future. What does my future look like? And then we saw people losing jobs, et cetera. So, um, you know, we'll wait and see if uh, the data for the for the next month that comes in, which would be people. Uh, back in making decisions in in April, you know, if if they had a little bit more certainty about the future. Um, My suspicion is that, uh, you know, we'll see this kind of tanking of births for a few months, and then there'll be some resumption in people having having children uh, as the few, you know, as it became more clear that, yeah, this is going to be like a one and a half year to two year event. But pandemics do end. Uh, And, uh, you know, we saw uh, some pretty aggressive fiscal action, tax cuts, economic policy to try to mitigate the the economic carnage. So, um, you know, there's that. So I would expect that, you know, we'll see a few months of this, you know, very precipitous drop. And then there'll be an increase, you know, some backfilling there as people are like, okay, it's safe now to have kids. but there's a longer term issue if you want to talk about that a bit. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Uh, Looking down the road, like what, what does it mean for, say, the economy and jobs, even national security, if we kind of game this out uh, sometime down the road? So, there, you know, there's the COVID effect. But then there's something that's happened that's been very, very long term. Um, you know, that births in the nation originally peaked back in 1957 with the post-World War II baby boom. Um, and, and the fertility rates, too. So this is the raw number of births as well as the, the rates per woman. Uh, and then um, there was a long decline. Uh, and then there was a resurgence in births that peaked again in 2008. So millennials, actually, that's a bigger generation now than the baby boom generation. Oh, is that because right? Baby boom, yeah, because baby boomers are, like, beginning to die. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so there, there, the births in 2008 peaked above 1957. Huge cohort of people. But the fertility rates continued their long march downward. So uh, this is, you know, women becoming uh, more a part of the labor force, uh, increasing education, you know, becoming involved in other spheres of life. Is, 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 that, decline, uh, is that declining rate, is that global or is that specific to our country? Where, where are we seeing oh, that decline? Global, absolutely, everywhere. Um, and even, you know, at one point, uh, Utah had a higher fertility rate than Mexico. I mean, it's happening everywhere. I think it, uh, I'd be interested to do that comparison today. Uh, but, yeah, it's a long, long-term trend. Uh, and more recently, you know, women have been postponing having children till later in life. So, 
you know, age at first birth and age at first marriage were, you know, in the young 20s. And no, those those ages just keep getting older. Years at first birth keeps increasing. And we know that if you start having a family later, you're bound to have a smaller family just because you run out of time at a certain point. But there's also the many competing interests, not just interests, but responsibilities of women, uh, you know, in the labor force and um, as active participants in all other spheres. Um, And more recently, then, there's a cost side to the story where, you know, having kids now becomes a much more expensive proposition than it was, say, for uh, you know, baby boomers. Um, the, the, the real cost of housing has exploded. The cost of affordable, um, quality uh, daycare has be- has become you know just uh, insurmountable for many people. And then there are people who are you know take you know following the research and getting sure. more education when they finish from high school and ending up with big piles of debt, either from college or any other kinds of technical training that they might receive. So just the financial burden of being a young adult and then the escalating costs of having an independent household and raising another human in this yeah. in this life, it's just become very much more expensive. So uh, and we see this globally, the decline in um, the birth rates and births. Uh, Pam Perlick, thank you so much for your time. Our, our, our time together has expired. I'm so sorry. I have plenty of more questions to ask. But let's find another time <laughs> to, uh, to continue this conversation. Always a pleasure. Again, Pam Perlick, Director of Demographic Research at the Kempsey Gardner Institute. Uh, talking about this 7% drop in births uh, as measured this past December, that uh, nine months after the first lockdowns began, quote-unquote, lockdowns. Uh, We're going to take a break right now. Before we go, though, let me tell you uh, that song. Here, I'll give you a little taste of it again. Here it is. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh, Zero Population from Saturday's Warrior. If you know it, you know it. Uh, If you don't, well, you don't. And I'll tell you what, I asked for text messages to uh, let me know if folks recognized it. And I think I got more texts responding to that than on any other topic, any other question uh, ever. I- I'm looking at, uh, well, a lot of time scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Uh, Saturday's Warrior, Saturday's Warrior, Saturday's Warrior. Congratulations to those who got it right. Uh, and, hey, maybe we'll crack out that uh, uh, VHS copy of Saturday's Warrior and watch together this coming weekend. Uh, or not. Quick break. When we return, the top two stories at 2 o'clock ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.